Hi, I'm Simone Kolnick. And I'm Addison Landers, and we welcome you to Hijinx, a podcast brought to you by Howard County Library System. Hello, and happy summer to our listeners. We hope you are finding ways to enjoy your time outside. In June, ACLS hit the exhibit floor at the 2022 ALA Conference, presented by the American Library Association, with thousands of other library professionals. We hosted a roving podcast and enjoy chatting with some of the dedicated vendors who help us bring top quality education and services to our community, authors, publishers, and others. Listen in for what's now, new, and next in libraries. Then find it all on our website at hclibrary.org. You may even hear a few familiar voices from our staff. Check it out. We are here with author Janelle Sizelski. Um, she's a best-selling author, and she has a new book called The Brilliance of Stars. Hi, Janelle. Hi. My new book is based off the question, what would happen if the Winter Soldier fell in love? So I call this my Avengers meets Indiana Jones mashup with a lot of romance. And it's got secret societies and assassins and bad guys and obviously romance in it. So a little bit of everything for everyone. It is such a beautiful cover. How did you like come up with the idea for this cover? I didn't really. That's all of the, the design team because I can never come up with this. Um, I do give them a couple of ideas. Here's what the story is about. And they're able to come up with these amazing covers that fit in all different elements from the story. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us. Well, thank you for having me. All right, and now we're with author Julie Banks-Lewis, who has written Critical Masses, Who Wins, Who Loses, Who Decides. Hi, Julie. Hi. Thank you so much for coming and talking to me. So uh, Critical Masses is essentially a book about power dynamics and structural inequalities. Um, it is how power was created and is maintained through American history. It, um, it talks about all the structural inequalities that have been um, designed into our systems so that th those in control maintain control and those of us who are in our places are basically kept there. And so this book is a book that questions that, invites people to question authority themselves, question the official uh, narratives and and change up the status quo as well. Um, and I think that it is a necessary book. Um, things are happening really fast. And I think even though it's kind of a, a frightening message, it's one that we need to um, take a look at and really start communicating with each other. Um, I believe empathy and compassion are a large part of that. And learning to uh, as much as we can about other people's in our lives, you know, um, and taking that and building bridges and and uh, and hopefully fighting and getting our power to the people. Julie, this is obviously a very important to topic and it's very timely. Um, what was your inspiration specifically for writing this book? Well, thank you for asking. Actually, this book is loosely based on my master's thesis, um, and that was also on power dynamics and structural inequalities. Um, I interviewed a longitudinal, did a longitudinal study on um, several welfare or welfare past welfare recipients in Lake County that were also single mothers, Lake County, California. Um, and that turned in my master's thesis, which did very well. And I took that and just kind of changed it up a little bit and made it into a book that's for the American people. 
it's a little academic, but it I think the message once you get past some of the terminology is understandable and something that everyone can relate to. So, and I don't know that anyone that everyone will take my side, and that's fine. It's not really about sides anymore, and I think that that's some one of the things that people need to realize is all these taking sides is keeping us all apart, and it's letting things continue to be destroyed, and we can't afford that anymore. So. And that reminds me that you talked about empathy and compassion. Can you speak more to how that... I definitely will because I believe that those are two of the biggest components of what's going to help us bring ourselves back to where we started so many eons ago as one people. Because we are. We're one people, we're one race. And we are many different... um, you know, we're, it's a very diverse group of people in the world. And until we come to understand each other, which is going to require compassion and empathy, um, and those are things that can be learned. If, if you don't already have them, they can be learned. Um, but those are the impar- important components, I think, to finding understanding and being able to move forward in the world today. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Thank you, and thank you so much for asking. Thank you. I'm here with Moses Poe, author of John Moses is Martin Luther, the King. Could you tell us a bit about your book? Yes. Um, Again, like you said, I'm Moses Poe. My book is Sean Moses is Martin Luther, the King, Jr. It is a children's picture book, um, and it is teaching kids about um, black history. Um, In this particular book, Sean Moses is selected to portray Martin Luther King um, in a school production. Um, But he called him Martin Luther the king. So in the book, he's sharing why he thinks Martin Luther King Jr. is a king, along with introducing you to other black leaders like Frederick Douglass and Malcolm X um, and Thurgood Marshall. Um, Their histories are shared in the book as well. Is this a personal story? Yes. um, My Sean Moses is my son. Um, at the time, he was about five years old. He's now about to be twelve years old. Um, but this this is his um, this is his life portraying different leaders in school productions. Yes. And and could you speak to the artwork? Yeah. So the artist um, Angelina Valiva, what she did was so brilliant. So even on the cover, um, this picture she took for my son. This is him dressed up in the back on the back cover as. His, for his performance, and she took that picture and created this kingly look to go with the king. Also, throughout the book, um, there are the illustrations are in his likeness. So you have here Malcolm X, but that's my son in Malcolm X's likeness. So it's just she just did a brilliant job with the illustrations in this book. She she really did. And looking at the picture and then the illustration on the cover, and now now I'm looking at the Malcolm X. Like yes. you see your son in the in the illustrations and and she did just such a great job of capturing that yes it's also such a clever idea that she's capturing him was this something you worked with the illustrator on yes yes um because um not only has he portrayed um martin luther king he's portrayed some of the other leaders as well um and so just got the idea like okay let's try to have it like in his likeness um and so you don't have to deal with um so I, I like the creativity that she was able to capture my vision very well. <laughs> yeah, and the, the and so artwork also, on the, the um, text pages as well is... Yes, and so she did um, these uh, markers where, you know, she's given the history 
um, of each of the leaders. Uh, Malcolm X, you know, a famous quote by him, some of his history when he was born, when he died, and that's for each of the leaders in the book. And there's about eight different leaders in this book, um, everyone from um, Frederick Douglass, President Barack Obama, Thurgood Marshall, uh, Sergeant William Carney, W.E.B. Du Bois, Marcus Garvey, and of course, Martin Luther King Jr. I'm here with Alex Correra, President and CEO of Lectorum. Can you tell us a bit about what it is that you do? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Lectorum, we are a distributor. We've been in business for 60 years, and uh, we distribute domestic and foreign publishers in Spanish. And could you speak about some of the titles that you distribute? Sure, yeah. Um, we carry most, most of the titles that we carry. It's uh, children's books, but we also carry young adult and we carry adult books and we carry both uh translations so like we have we recently uh, uh published Katie Camilo um uh, the uh, Beatrice Prophecy but we also carry books that are originally written in Spanish which is something that, that also uh, librarians look for yeah yeah because yeah. there's definitely is a difference between those something that's translated and something that was originally in Spanish yeah yeah the, the good thing about and, and both have their own value. The good thing about a translation is that is that children or young adults and adults are already familiar with the with the book in English. So they wanna if if there's uh, Hispanic that do not uh, cannot read English, then that'll be easier for them to reference the book. But also a lot of people, either teachers or librarians, want original works coming from our countries, from uh, you know from Colombia, from Mexico, that bring that cultural value and and and, and cultural and, and local stories. Um, you know, from from our our culture, yeah. Yeah, thank you. I, I, are there any new releases we should keep an eye out for? Um, I have I have many, but I'm gonna say a lot of the uh, graphic novels. They're coming all the time, like the um, Babysitter Club, and and I would say graphic novels. A lot of graphic novels are are, are coming coming out, and uh, we are working now on a series that is uh, also for children, early readers. Um, my Weird School, Weird School by Dan Good, uh, Goodman. That's going to be coming out uh, pretty soon. And, and more titles on uh, The Magic Treehouse that also are very popular. Okay, great. Okay. Well, thank you for taking the time and talking. All right. Thank you so much. Have a great day. All right. All right. Now we're with Kurt from, uh, he's the director of sales at Mad Cave Studios. Kurt, we just ran into a really excited colleague who was here. She works at one of our branches, and she, she was telling us about the Needle and Thread comic, which we have in print um, at Howard County Library System. Can you tell us a little bit about this? Yeah, Needle and Thread was our first uh, release under our Maverick imprint, which is our YA title imprint. Um, we are Mad Cave Studios. Uh, we release our teen to adult titles under the Mad Cave banner. Um, that's our comics and our trade paperbacks. Uh, Needle and Thread is one of four releases that we have right now under our Maverick banner. Um, we have a fifth coming out in August called In the Shadow of the Throne. Um, all the books under Maverick are written from a teenager's perspective and uh, deals with things that teens deal with today in different ways. And uh, The Needle and Thread story is about a, a young man who um, wants to grow up and be a, a costume designer and uh, ends up doing uh, cosplay costumes for one of the more popular girls in his class who never used to talk to him. And uh, through this, they, they form a very close friendship. And uh, 
it's a sweet story. Um, I think a lot of high school age kids will will connect to this story in a lot of different ways. That's great. It sounds like there's a lot of consciousness built into the story. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. And all of our books kind of deal with the same types of things in different story storylines. Just for our, our listeners, can you touch on some of those issues, like specifically? Um, in, in some, a couple of our cases, we have uh, LGBTQ issues that are, that are dealt with. Um, uh, Nightmare in Savannah is actually a horror story, and uh, it's, it's how kids come together and work as a, as a group. Um, we have uh, World Class, which is a book that um, follows a, a soccer player from Colombia to England, and it, it's how he deals with his self-doubt. And coming from um, being a, a big fish in a small pond to a small fish in a big pond in England. And uh, in the end, of course, he succeeds. Uh, we also have Good Game Well Played. That's about a group of friends that run a uh, uh, video game store and um, how they come together to save the video game store and help the owner. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of different, different stories dealing with a lot of the same types of issues the kids have. Very, so Life Lessons Through Comics. Check it out, guys. Oh, look who we ran into, Stacy. Hi, Stacy. Hi, Simone. We're here with our very own Stacy Fields from HCLS and Ash Baker. Hello. Hi, Ash. You were just telling us you just had a really amazing experience. What was that? Yeah, so I just got to meet the author of Gender Queer, a graphic memoir, Maya Kobabe, which is one of the most challenged and banned books um, of um, and has been mentioned in or referenced in several of the other sessions I've been to regarding freedom to read and censorship, First Amendment, all of that. Um, and it's a book that really, really matters to me personally um, about being non-binary as well as just like, it's a great book that has a lot of value, um, but even so has been challenged even in our own local school system, um, which thankfully it has been approved to be back in the high school collection. But yeah, so I just had a really great conversation with the author, got a nice book signed, um, had that really great point of connection. And there's also just been a lot of really inspiring sessions, getting fired up for how we can best serve our communities and make a better future. Thank you. Thank you so much, Stacey. Have fun. Thank you, guys. I'm here with Brock from Farber. They just produced the pop-up library. Next, we have a Steam Lab. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, what customers can expect in the Steam Lab? Yeah, so uh, we are the largest custom vehicle manufacturer in the United States. And uh, for example, your vehicle is uh, one of many that we're currently producing right now. It's a 33-foot coach. Uh, it is kind of multifaceted, has uh, some shelving, it will have storage and charging options for laptops and tablets and all sorts of devices. Uh, you'll be able to provide multimedia to, um, for learning engagement, all that sort of stuff, and they'll even be able to take some of this equipment off of the vehicle itself and provide outreach to the community outside of the unit even. So uh, we're really excited. We're rolling, we're rolling along. She's uh, almost completed. We're waiting on a few, couple little answers and uh, she'll be coming your way soon. 
Yeah, that's exciting. And then once we, once we have the van, I know we're excited to get it out on the road. Uh, we'll have to do a little bit of training and then, of course. yeah, and then we'll be out there. Yep. Um, one of my favorite things about the pop-up library is the like accessibility features. So yeah. there's a ramp in the back, so someone in a wheelchair could come yeah, ADA, and access the... It's, yeah, it's ADA compliant uh, and your new vehicle will be as well. It'll have a ramp inside the vehicle, not just for offloading materials and getting things onto the vehicle, but it's also ADA compliant. Uh, you know, anybody can come on this thing, whether it's the steps or the lift, and uh, and have the whole experience. Nice. And will the will the steam van have an awning and a PA system like the pop-up library? Yeah. So you got you you have roof-mounted awnings on your vehicle that are going to be mounted to the the steam vehicle, um, and there is also an external monitor as well for displaying media to the outside of the vehicle. Thank you, Brock. Uh, we're, we're excited for it. You're very welcome. You have a great one. Get your first look of the Howard County Library System's steam machine August 6th through 12th at the Howard County Fair. All right, and now we're here at the booth with Paige from No Kid Hungry. Hi, Paige. Hi, Simone. So we were chatting and I shared with you that Howard County Library System has some of its own um, summer meal and snack programs for um, students in our community that are in need of food or just, you know, facing food scarcity. Um, can you talk to us about No Kid Hungry and what you do and the importance of it? Absolutely. Well, first off, thank you so much for running these important programs. Right now, one in six children uh, face food insecurity and hunger in America. Um, and so No Kid Hungry works to change this by connecting organizations um, with us and grant funds, um, technical assistance, one-on-one -on -one training and support for whatever they need to help serve their communities and the children um, and families that they serve. So again, um, you know, we are here to help and it's so important that we connect children with three healthy meals every single day, um, every child, um, to change the fact that um, no child should go hungry. Thank you, Paige. If someone in our community wanted to find out um, some resources to work with you, where how, how would they reach out? Sure. Well, you can visit our website at nokidhungry.org. And then now that it's summertime and your summer meals program is starting, I'd encourage you to check out our texting hotline. So if you text comida or food to 304-304, you can find the nearest summer meal site near you, um, which could be your library uh, for your patrons, which is really exciting. So great way to, to connect. Awesome. Can you just repeat again the word that you text? Yes. Text food or comida to 304-304. Thank you so much, Paige. Learn more about free summer meals and snacks available through August 12th at hclibrary.org slash meals. We're here with Randy and Patia with Grow with Google. Can you tell us about your services? Sure. So the Grow with Google program was started in 2017, and the mission of the program is to close the digital divide. So we partner with organizations such as libraries and SCORE, SCORE um, chapters and chambers, any kind of organization whose mission is also to upskill their communities they serve and to close the digital divide. And we provide them with lots of resources, including training materials that they can then present to their communities. And what, um, what kind of activities do you do or research do you provide to close the digital divide? Okay, so we have an entire suite of um, workshops and they're categorized based on the learners. So whether you're a small business or you're a job seeker or you are a um, criminally impacted community 
or veteran or military family, we have buckets of presentations where we actually help them to upskill better than in a classroom setting. Of course, we've all been virtual the last two years, but they are definitely the best practices that they can learn so that they can go out and actually use these tools to get jobs or to improve their small businesses. And Randy, question for you. So is there anything new that Go Grow With Google is gonna be rolling out or anything exciting that people who are interested can keep an eye out for? Well, we have Google career certificates, which let me just grab. So we have a variety of different types of certificates that are available that comes in under the Grow With Google umbrella. It's not part of the partner team, so to speak, but the um, career certificates, People can take these part-time, about 10 hours a week, four to six months, they get certificates, and they can then look for a job within that area of expertise. That's a great service. Thank you guys yeah. for speaking with us. Yeah. You're very welcome. I'm here with Glenn, who works with PlayAway. Could you tell us about some of the products that you have? Absolutely. Uh, we have three different uh, unique products that all uh, focus on, on literacy and designed to help um, you know, stoke the passion of reading as well as um, education. Our first product that we have here has been around for a while. It's called the PlayAway Audiobook. runs on a AAA battery, and it's very easy to listen to. You can put earbuds in there, or if you have an aux cord, you can listen to it in your car. It's phenomenal for, uh, for the summer if you're taking a trip with kids, uh, a wonderful way to engage um, you know, with reading and things of that nature. Um, and then our second product that we here have here is relatively new. Um, it's a wonder book, and what a wonder book is, it's a read-along. And what we've done is we've built a device that's housed uh, inside of the book that has turned the page prompts. And after you're done reading the book, we've actually also have a learning mode component, which will help you with comprehension. So we've put in some open-ended questions that are designed to spark imagination and creativity, like what did you like about the book? Who is your favorite character? Because you know a lot of times um, you can read a book, but we, we just want to make sure you're understanding uh, what we're reading. And we're constantly coming out with uh, new content on the Wonder Books, new um, new areas. Our most recent one are sing-alongs uh, by Wonder Book, which uh, which is uh, awesome. And we have recently introduced uh, youth large print. Uh, titles by Thorndike that have resonated very well and we're possibly looking to get into graphic novels um, so a lot of a lot of really good stuff on Wonder Books and uh, highly encourage uh, you to come in and check them out and uh, have fun with them and share the experience with your with your children um, and then our third product is a PlayAway Launchpad, which has been in your system for about seven years. And what they are, they're preloaded tablets that are designed for circulation. And they're typically app-based, video-based, uh, storybook-based. And the nice thing about them is that they don't require Wi-Fi. And um, these are apps that you and I can purchase in an app store, but the main difference is we vet them. So everything is grammatically correct. There are no pop-up ads and uh, you can feel safe giving them to the kiddos. So that's, that's really exciting, the multiple ways that um, kids can interact with reading. Uh, I know I've used the uh, Playaways, and they're really convenient. Are the launch pads 
um, easy to use. Launch pads, so as I mentioned, they don't require Wi-Fi, so you can take them anywhere into a very rural setting. Um, you know, you can feel confident what you're giving the kids is is appropriate. They're not accessing the internet. Um, it's very easy to use. It's, you can use them for about five hours before they need to be uh, recharged. And the whole premise of the launch pads is if you have a good experience with one, you want to come and check out another one. So if you're interested in um, early literacy, that's great. If you want to get one on Steam, whatever you want, um, you know, we're trying to um, create the most relevant uh, apps that, that you know, meet your initiatives. And do you need the, the 3M or the headphones to use the launch pads? Uh, you could, but it's not necessary. It does have an external speaker, but uh, if you were in the library, for instance, and you didn't want the noise, you could put uh, universal uh, earbuds in there. Can we play something on one of the Wonder Books? Yes. I'm not sure how loud it will be, but let me get you a single. All right. So we have, oh, here we go around the mulberry bush. By Jane Cabrera, and one of the really cool things about all of our sing-alongs, one of our um, associates is a musician, and she created the audio. Thank you, Glenn. It's a pleasure meeting the both of you. All right, and now we're standing in the amazing Gale booth here at the conference. And let me just, you know, paint the picture for everyone. It's cozy, it's living room setting, there's carpet, there's soft seating, it's bright, there's a green screen. And we are, we're here with Monica Wilson from Gale. Hi, Monica. Hi. You guys have an awesome setup here. It's so accommodating. Thank you. Just like your service. <laughs> Thank you. We want to remind our customers and our listeners how they can, how they can use Gale through Howard County Library System. Perfect. Well, Howard County Library System, I'm pleased to say, is a great customer of Gale. You have a number of resources um, that you offer to the community. One of which would be Gale courses, online asynchronous learning, instructor-led courses for workforce development. Um, as you complete a uh, amp workforce development as well as professional or personal development, excuse me. Um, there are all sorts of courses um, that people can take to um, further their learning. Um, at the completion of a course, they get a certificate. Another resource would be um, Peterson's Test and Career Prep, one of my personal favorites. That is a combination resource where there's a whole host of test prep content. And what I mean by that is um, if you're preparing to take the ACT or SAT, if you're college bound, or if you are thinking of going into the workforce and you want to um, take the EMT exam, firefighter exam, postal service exam, TSA exam, real estate exam, all of those types of exams, there is the opportunity to um, take a look at the Peterson's ebook for um, test taking strategies, as well as various opportunities to actually take online practice tests to make sure that you're um, set to take those courses or take those tests. Um, some of the other tests in there that I want to make sure I mention are um, citizenship exam, TOEFL exam for um, people that um, English is not their first language, um, the GRE, GMAT, LSAT, so all of those professional exams. So that's one part of it. Um, and the second part of it is the opportunity to do, uh, to build a, a resume as well as learn about careers and actually apply for jobs online. You know, when you're learning about a career, um, 
What kind of education background do you need? What is the um, outlook as far as how many jobs are available? Is it a growth industry? Is it an industry that um, is stagnant? what a typical salary is. You can even learn what you would do on a typical day. Um, so um, that can also be used for students that are doing a career-oriented project too. So another way to use it. Um, one other resource that I want to call out is Legal Forms. It's a great resource for um, having patrons being able to take their legal needs into their own hands. Sometimes you need a form um, and you don't want to to go to a lawyer. Um, these are actual lawyer used forms for things like a bill of sale. So if I want to sell my car to someone and I want an official bill of sale, I can go onto legal forms and get that. You can go onto the form and actually fill it out online and then print it. Um, another one would be a partnership agreement. If I was going into business with someone and we wanted to make sure that we had an agreement that was signed by both parties, um, that would be another option. Um, there's things like living will. Um, name change, um, all sorts of different documents that would help you with some legal things. Um, a regular will, um, power of attorney. So if you are um, someone that is a caregiver for um, one of your older parents or whatever, and you need some of those forms, those forms are available right in there. So it's a, um, not only a time saver, but it's also a huge cost saver too. So. so convenient, so good to know. And then I think you're reminding us too that we still have access to services like Nat Geo Kids, to Sailor, now through the state. Yes, yeah, so you have a host of resources that are available through um, the statewide sailor contract. Um, and those would include everything from Galen Context Elementary, which would be um, more of a traditional database for K-5 children to do research on everything from presidents, animals, science, um, you know, a global warming, those types of things. You have um, Gale in Context Elementary, you have Gale in Context Middle School, which would be for the um, six through eight, and then you have Gale in Context High School that would be um, obviously ninth ninth grade on and that can also be used for as an adult. Nat Geo Kids um, is actually access to Nat Geo Kids magazine. Um, you can read it as an issue by issue, but you can also do a cross search so you can get all the times they've covered pandas, um, you know, in Nat Geo Kids. Um, so that's really nice. You and Howard County, in addition to having the Nat Geo Kids available, you also have the National Geographic magazine um, archive, and that comes from the very first volume of National Geographic in like the 1800s, I think, all the way through the present day. Um, and that's also cross-searchable. So that's really neat when you want to look at a historical perspective on how we covered... Um, right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, and then you get all the beautiful images and the, you know, the great content of National Geographic, so... That is amazing. So much information, but so super convenient. Thank you for sharing all of that with us. Well, thank you for stopping yes. by. I'm here with Patrick Seymour, account executive at Hoopla. Patrick, can you tell us how our library patrons can use Hoopla? Absolutely. I'm happy to help you with that. Um, you know, Howard County is actually one of our best systems. You actually offer all of our formats on Hoopla. Um, you can access it through... Uh, 
uh, an iPad, uh, uh, an Android tablet, through your phone, on a smart TV, uh, even on your laptop. Um, your system offers a specific number of borrows that uh, will allow you access to that to free content whenever you're, you'd like in an instant with no holds. Um, also gives you the option of being able to download it and take it with you. You don't have to be connected to the internet for most of it. I do say most of it because we do offer a new thing called binge passes, which is streaming content. But for the pro for the the cost of one borrow, you do get the option of accessing for seven days unlimited streaming content from things like the Great Courses, um, Curiosity Stream. Uh, we also offer our Hoopla magazines that way, and now we're offering a new service for children called Hoopla. Uh, sorry, Hellosaurus. Hellosaurus is a fantastic product that's really really great for kids those emerging readers seven to four age range really cool interactive stories great stuff wonderful patrick we know you work pretty closely with our awesome collections team so you want to give a shout out to vera and kim and tanya over there absolutely <laughs> i'd love to give a, a, a shout out to vera kim um my ling uh teresa i hope i'm not forgetting anybody if i did uh, and tanya and i i uh i apologize if i forgot anybody else i really really appreciate everything you all do for us and uh look forward to working with you in the future likewise thanks for sharing these awesome tips with us Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. Okay, hi, we're standing here with Rachel Dwyer from Mangle Languages. Hi, Rachel. Hi, how you doing? We're doing good. This is exciting. It's um, really nice to see your amazing booth here at the ALA conference. Um, can you talk to us about the use of Mango and how our customers can benefit from that? Yeah, absolutely. So the state of Maryland has actually purchased Mango to offer to all of its libraries and schools uh, to, to have access to language learning. So Mango offers over 70 different languages, including English courses, as well as indigenous languages and endangered languages. So there's a lot of opportunity for language learning um, throughout the whole state here. Rachel, can you tell us how Mango works? Yeah, absolutely. So it's an app that you can actually go to the App Store or the Google Play Store and download, or you can use it on your computer. Uh, you can access through your public library, so you just need a library card and to actually create your account. Once you create your account, you can log in through the mobile device and access it anywhere at any time. You can actually preload lessons onto your phone. Once those lessons are on your phone, you don't need internet access at all to, to engage with them. So if you're going on a trip, you want to preload lessons onto your phone, maybe you're going to France, uh, you can you know study some French on your way there and, and learn a little bit about uh, the language and the culture. We do have culture notes as well in, in the program too before you get there. So. Be learning on the go. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Very yeah. cool. Anything that uh, our customers can look forward to? Yeah, we have a lot of new stuff coming out. We're re uh, releasing new reading and listening passages uh, for our top languages that are coming out. And we've also, in the last year or so, uh, switched our content around a little bit to compare favorably to national standards such as Actful. I was recently in Hawaii, and mm -hmm. the a tour guide was talking about how their language is kind of in danger. Yes. Could you speak about um, languages that are um yeah, endangered. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Endangered. And we actually offer Hawaiian, and that is a very, uh, a I think they categorize it as a dangerously, enda uh, dangerously endangered language. So very, very high level of uh, endangered there. But what we've been doing recently is putting a high focus on those uh, endangered and indigenous languages who the native populations have been, you know, not as high as it once was. So we're putting a large focus on help uh, saving those languages. 
and preserving them. I think it's kind of obvious, but why would you say it's important to save and preserve those languages? Oh, absolutely. It saves the culture as well, right? Language is the heart of a culture and, you know, the stories you tell, what different words you use in that uh, culture is so important to, to saving an entire culture as well. That's wonderful. I'm glad that people can find and preserve that on Mango. Absolutely. Thank absolutely. You. Yeah, you're welcome, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I'm here with Susan from NewsBank. Can you tell us a bit about your services and how our customers can use them? Sure, I'd love to. So uh, NewsBank is providing the Howard County Public Library with your local newspaper, uh, including the Baltimore Sun, and in a very easy-to-use interface where you can put in any search term and get back lots of results, uh, in chronological order or in uh, order of, uh, you know, you can add different search terms. You can look for obituaries. You can look for local interest stories. And if you have any questions about how to use the database, you can go to the Niche Academy section of Howard County website, and there are some tutorials for how to do specific functions in the database. All right, so we're standing here with Dustin from Library Market. Hi, Dustin. Hello. Thanks for chatting with us. Um, we use Library Market at Howard County Library System. Can you talk to our customers about your product and how you know they can make use of it? Yeah, so we pride ourselves on helping connect patrons to uh, their library and with, with events and room reservation software. We want to make it easy and intuitive to reserve spaces that are whenever it's convenient for you. And also connect you to the events and have services that make making those events accessible uh, from your phone, from your desktop, and wherever you may be. Uh, we just launched the printable calendar, so if you need to print that off and see it to your fridge or want to see what's upcoming, uh, you can print that off the calendar from the, your phone or from your uh, desktop. That is exciting because I've had a lot of customers ask um, if there's an easier way to print. Absolutely. So they'll be excited to have that coming soon. Very much. We have lots of events and lots of classes. <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you.